Life Spring number 84. Cabin crew, prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people! In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. I love that music. Feels like home. Live from our studio. And now your host. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> well, it's good to be here. Good to be here with you. And uh, as, as crowded as it sounds in here, uh, that's just the magic of recording. Yep, I'm just standing here in my office. Got my recording gear in front of me, which... Uh, Oh, man. This is actually take two. I was about 20 minutes into the show, and uh, my good old computer blew up. Blue screen of death. (laughs) Don't know what happened, but uh, it decided, now we're not doing this one. So this is take two. So, (laughs) should I tell you what time it is? I'm looking at my watch. It's... Ten minutes until one o'clock in the a.m. Tuesday morning. Oh man, that's okay. I really want to be here with you, so here I am. <laughs> I uh, need to have a, a backup recorder. I know Todd Cochran with Geek News Central. Uh, he records to his hard drive, but he also, at the same time, concurrently, records to a second. Solid state recorder. I think, believe he uh, records to a Marantz. And uh, oh man, if I had the money, I would do that too. But those babies are expensive. Well, anyway, that's okay. I'm uh, <laughs> gearing up for another one here. I'll tell you what, I think what I'm going to do is uh, fade this down here. I'm going to play a song for you. This is a fun song. It's uh, from a group called Acoustic Rosh. The name of the song is Almost Forgotten. And I'd like to forget the last 20 minutes. But this is just a fun, fun piece of music I wanted to share with you. Because I want to have fun tonight.
How'd you like that? That was fun, huh? Now, now I played it on purpose, even though the the uh, the players were not perfect with their playing, but it, that kind of um, illustrates one of the things that we're going to be talking about tonight, and that is that even though we're not perfect, God still accepts us and loves us. But I'll get into that in just a few minutes. Um, I just want to talk a little bit about Easter. Um, I hope that your Easter was a great one, a great day of celebration. It certainly was for us. Uh, we had uh, church yesterday at, at uh, LifeSpring, and if you listen to the LifeSpring Sunday show, you heard um, the message that I heard. It was very good. Our pastors uh, kind of played tag team. Uh, one guy preached, and then the other guy, and then the first guy and uh, had music in between and everything, and it was really fun. Uh, took a lot of time today editing, though, because there was so much music in there that I had to take out because it was... Uh, not uh, pod safe. There was only one song that they sang yesterday that was public domain, and I played some of that in the podcast. Uh, but anyway, uh, there was that. And then, uh, let's see, after church, um, well, well he, before I go to after church, just as church was starting, Jeremy from the Triathlon Radio Podcast walked in and uh, said, hi, I'm in the very back in the sound booth. I don't I don't run the sound. I um, do the video projection. But um, so he surprised me and, and showed up at church and, and I was you know happy to see him. And then afterwards, we all went over to my in-laws house. Uh, Jeremy included. We invited him to be a part of an honorary part of the family yesterday. And uh, uh, we did uh, Easter there. But in addition to that, see, Leanne, the lovely lady Leanne, comes from a big family. And so what the family does is uh, every month or so, uh, they all get together and celebrate whosever birthday has either just passed or is just about to get here. And so yesterday, the birthdays we did were my dad, Leanne's dad, Leanne's sister, Lori, Lori's daughter, Stephanie, and the lovely lady Leanne. So we did birthdays for all of them. We had about 25 people there, and so uh, there's you know a, a pretty good crowd, but nothing um, compared to what it sometimes is when Leanne's clan gets together. Um, there, you know, there's five of them, and uh, most of them have kids, and some of those kids have kids. So uh, when everybody comes over, it is a crowd. It's like feeding a, a, an army. And then uh, the kids who want to do an Easter egg hunt are now down to just one right now, and that would be Timothy, my youngest. Uh, Timothy, I think, uh, wants to be Peter Pan in terms of not ever growing up. He's 12 years old, but he still likes to do you know, some of the kid things, and I'm certainly not going to turn him off of that. I'm, I'm glad that he still wants to be a, to be a kid. So, so uh, we did that. Now, I put a lot of pictures on my Flickr site uh, of yesterday, and you can uh, check those out. Already, Christy from the Psychology Podcast has posted a really nice comment about one of the pictures. And, hey, Christy, I have to say that I wholeheartedly agree with your comment. Now, if you want to know what that was all about, you'll have to go check out the Flickr site. And uh, you can get to that from the LifeSpring show notes page at LifeSpringPodcast.com. Kind of a fun thing that happened last Friday, just before Easter. It was perfect timing. Pod Show sent out a press release about um, the LifeSpring podcast. And so I thought that was very cool, talking about how you know we had joined the, the, podca- uh, the Pod Show podcast delivery network. And, of course, that happened uh, a couple of months or so ago. But uh, they're just sending out the press release, and it was perfect timing. I think it's great. Uh, one other thing about Pod Show. I would like you to pray, if you would please, for Adam Curry's mom. I don't know if you listen to the Daily Source Code, but Adam's mom is very, very sick. She's got cancer. And um, 
she really needs our prayers. I, I would just really ask that you would pray for Adam, for his mom, and for the entire family, because this is a, just a, a tough time. His mom is really trying to keep her, her uh, spirits strong, but uh, she's getting sicker. And uh, if you would maybe uh, drop Adam uh, an email and let him know that you're praying for him, I think that would uh, just really be a nice thing to do. Adam at Curry.com. Now, speaking of health issues, there is um, someone else in the Podshow family that uh, um, is doing something. And here's a few words. This is Amanda Monaco from the Lascivious Biddies and Biddycast. In January 2005, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, an autoimmune disease of the central nervous system. Multiple sclerosis can create trouble walking, vision loss, numbness, and loss of cognitive function, among other things. Thankfully, I'm doing very well and living my life for the most part as I always have, but there are many others who are less fortunate than I. So please join the Biddies in our team, Team Biddy, on April 23rd at New York City's South Street Seaport for the MS Walk, New York City, 2006. Go to BiddyCast.com, B-I-D-D-Y-C-A-S-T, to join the team or make a donation through Team Biddy. Our goal is to raise $10,000 for MS Research, and we're sure we can do it with your help. 100% of the proceeds go to research programs and community support for people with MS. Thanks. Hey, 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 to the mirror, looking at 60 years. All right, now, uh, C.C. Chapman with Accident Hash has also joined Team Biddy, and he's um, trying to get some uh, pledges up, too. Now, the Biddies have already blown past their $10,000 goal. They're over $12,000 right now, and so that's a, that's a wonderful thing. Um, but if you want to make a pledge, you can uh, go to BiddyCast.com, or you can go to AccidentHash.com and join uh, C.C.'s team. Same, you know, the money's all going to the same place. And I happen to know somebody very, very close with someone who has uh, multiple sclerosis. She's had it for many years now. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a terrible disease. So um, that's our health corner today. Uh, it's, it, it's important stuff. Okay. A guy by the name of Walker Percy said, We love those who know the worst of us and don't turn their faces away. That really describes Jesus. And what we're going to talk about today is what was so attractive about Jesus? Why would um, 12 men who had, you know, had their lives started, why would they just drop everything when he says, hey, follow me? What was it about him that made the crowds just that's come around him and, and, and push in on him and, and want to be close to him and be a part of what he was doing. What was it? Why did little kids just love to be around him? Well, I think part of it was he was a very accepting person. He was very non-judgmental in the way that many people think that, that Christians are today. Now, um, let me just say that a true believer one who really gets it when it comes to um, having the love of God is not um, judgmental or narrow-minded. Uh, let me describe the way we're supposed to be. There was a woman who was caught in adultery, right in the act of it, according to what the men told Jesus. There was a bunch of men, um, religious uh, leaders, um, the, um, the establishment, that caught this woman and brought her to Jesus and said, what should we do? Now, they were trying to trap him. 
And Jesus kind of bent over and with his finger drew some things or wrote some things in the dirt. Well, you aren't told what he wrote. And there are many ideas, but it they're just ideas. They're just conjecture. So I won't even guess. But um, after he was done writing, he looked up at the guys and he said, Hey, those of you that are without sin, you can cast the first stone. Because you see, the law required that a woman caught in adultery would be stoned to death. Hmm. So he says, all right, if you're without sin, you throw the first stone. And one by one, the men dropped the stones and walked away. And when the last one had walked away, Jesus looked at the woman and he said, where are your accusers? She said, there are none. And he said, Now, this is important. He said, neither do I accuse you. Now go and sin no more. Now, if anybody was there that was without sin, it was Jesus. He was obviously without sin. He was the only one who had the right to accuse her, to even throw a stone. But he didn't. He looked at her, and I think he had love in in his eyes, and he said, go and sin no more. Now, there was another woman that he talked to one time, the woman at the well. And I won't go into that whole story. If you're interested, you can look it up. But he basically, he knew that she was... um, had been divorced five times, was living with a man that she was not married to. But he didn't come down on her and say, you know, you know you're know, you a harlot or anything else. He just said, he told her what her sins were in order for her to see that he was the Messiah. This was <laughs> one of the only people that he uh, early on uh, revealed who he was. He said, I am the Messiah. And um, he basically said, um, you could ask me for living water. That's part of where I get the name Lifespring from, by the way. And you'll never thirst with the water that you get from me. He didn't say, you're such a sinner, you need me. You, you, you know. He was very loving and kind to her. There was another time that uh, a Roman centurion had a person who was sick in his home. Now, the Romans were the um, the rulers in Jerusalem, in Israel. They had subjugated the, the Jewish people, and they mistreated many times the Jewish people. And a centurion comes to Jesus, and he says, I have someone sick. Would you please heal? And Jesus said, um, sure, <laughs> basically. He said, yeah, I'll come to your home. And the centurion said, you don't need to come to my home. Um, I understand what it is to be a leader. I tell you know the people that are under me, do something, and it's done. And he said, Jesus, I know all you have to do is say it. And healing will take place. And Jesus said, your faith has healed them. He didn't talk, talk to the centurion about you know how he had been uh, how he how he had been mistreating the jewish people or anything about his uh, his beliefs 
He loved the person. Jesus loved the centurion. So I think that's one of the things that was very attractive to people, was Jesus was very accepting and loving. Now, don't take that to the extreme that he accepted. Um, he, he always told people, go and sin no more. He didn't rag on them. He didn't get after them. He just said, stop doing it. Okay. Now, another thing was that he was very ethical. He did know when to draw the line and who to draw the line with. There was a time where he walked into the temple and he saw that there were people there that were um, they were called money changers. And basically what they did is they, they cheated people. And Jesus overturned their tables and said, get out of my father's house. And he was angry at him because he knew it was wrong. He knew that what they were doing was wrong. And he also, um, <laughs> whenever he got against, uh, came against somebody, it was usually somebody that was in the religious uh, establishment because they were um, saying one thing and living another way or saying one thing and having someone, something else in their hearts. And he saw that and he knew that. So he was ethical and he was non-hypocritical. Not only did he talk it, he lived it. Nobody ever accused him of saying one thing and living another. He was not that, and everybody knew that. He was consistent. Another thing that was attractive about Jesus is he was strong. People don't follow a spineless leader. Men won't follow a weakling. He had strength of personality, and he was strong physically as well. He, he had been a carpenter. Now, carpenters back then, of course, didn't have power tools. They, get, they had strong hands, strong back, strong shoulders. He had to have been strong because think about the beating that he took on his last day. And then he carried his cross up a hill where he was eventually crucified. He had to have been strong. But I, I, the main thing is his, his, the strength of his character. Another thing about him is he was focused. He was always about doing the Father's business and training his disciples to carry the message after he was gone, telling people about how to love and about how to know God. Always focused, always had that in mind. He knew that his days were numbered. His knew, he knew that his days were short. And so he always kept his eye on the goal. And that's something that people are attracted to as well. A leader is someone who knows where he's going, and that was certainly Jesus. So we, we had these strong things about him, his you know, ethics, his consistency, his strength, his focus. But remember, the first one was love or acceptance. And then another thing that I wanted to talk about was grace. When he chose his disciples, he didn't ask for their qualifications. He chose common men who were most likely full of all kinds of behaviors that the religious establishment would never do. He called fishermen. Now, think about it. Fishermen are, are I, I think, were a lot like old, the construction workers of today. 
You know, they were they were rough. They were physical. They didn't um, they weren't concerned with appearances or, um, you know, having just the right um, manners. What they were doing is just out there working hard every day, getting stinky, sweaty and smelly and handling the fish. Jesus didn't go to the highly educated. He didn't go to the to the professors. He didn't go to the professionals. He went to common working men and he said, hey, come follow me. I'm going to teach you what life is about. I'm going to teach you to help people come into the kingdom. I'm going to make you fishermen. I'm going to make you fishers of men. He went to a tax collector and said, come, follow me. He didn't, he had grace. He didn't, he didn't say, look, I know you're a fisherman and you've, you know, you're probably a, a this and you're probably a that and all these negative things. He didn't do that. He just said, come be with me. I'm going to teach you. And see, that's what all of these things are what we as Christians, we as believers, we as followers of Christ should be doing when we see someone who may not, you know, be clean cut and may not, you know, live just the right life. Hey, come on. We can't expect people to get right and then come and become a believer. Jesus takes people just as they are. That's part of the love thing. You know, kids flock to him, like I already mentioned. Kids don't come around bitter people. Kids are... um, Attracted to people who like to have fun, who are gentle, and um, who like to have fun. And I think that was Jesus as well. People wanted to be around him. Another reason they wanted to be around him, because he had compassion for them. He fed them. He wept for them. He healed them. He forgave them. He died for them and for me. And for you. There's no one there, you say your prayers, you need a miracle. The phone is off the hook, can't get a second look, you're invisible.
So if you're one who um, is not yet a believer, but you, you, you know, you look at some Christians and you say, oh, man, I could never be that way. You know, you look at people who are, are you know, saying, you know, you can't do this and you shouldn't do that and on and on and on. You know, the, the judgmentalism. Please remember that being a believer is not about um, rules. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. And that's what really Jesus was trying to teach everybody is, is it's about love and it's about it's about loving people into the kingdom. People aren't going to be attracted if you're saying, look, you can't smoke and you can't chew and you can't go with girls that do that type of a thing. Okay. As we become more like him, some of those things fall away, not because it's against the rules, but because What's more important to us is having a close fellowship, having a close relationship, being friends, being on friendly terms with God. I was talking to a guy this last week um, who said that, uh, you know, he, he likes some of the things in Buddhism and he likes some of the things in this and he likes some of the things in that and on and on and on. And he says, but you know, they're all about rules. They're all about rules. And I, I try to tell him that Following Jesus is not about rules. And I, I used this illustration. I said, look, I'm married to the lovely lady Leanne. She means the world to me. And I don't ha have other women, not because it's against the rules, but because I don't want to do anything to harm my marriage with her. I know that if I were to cheat on her, it would destroy our marriage. Equally bad is it would crush her heart. And I'm not about to do that. Has nothing to do with that piece of paper. Has nothing to do with rules. Has everything to do with the love that Leanne and I share. And that's what it is with my relationship with Jesus and my relationship with God. And once I really, you know, I used to struggle a lot with sin. A lot of things in my life that I just couldn't let go of because they seemed to be so fun. 
even after I was a believer. I struggled with things for a long, long, long time. Some of the things I didn't even struggle with, I just did them because I wanted to. But somewhere along the line, and I can't tell you exactly where it was, I fell completely in love with Jesus. Early on, I had accepted him as my my savior. I thought, oh, cool. You know, it's great. You know, yes, I believe you, 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 you died on the cross for me. And I accept that and I thank you for that. But I never fell in love with him until much later. And it was a process until it became more important to me to maintain that closeness with him and not break the um, the bond that we have. It became that became more important than, than doing the things that I thought I wanted to do. It has nothing to do with rules. And you say, well, Steve, um, that's nice for you, but, uh, you know, that's not really where I'm at. And I'm not saying you have to be there now. The, the, the love began to grow. And now it's, it's much easier for me to turn away from sins. It really is. Am I sinless? Absolutely not. I, I have, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll confess my sins right now. I have the sin of impatience. I am a very impatient person. Um, my temper is something that I still struggle with today. Uh, but when it comes to, um, you know, sins of the flesh that, that um, you might think of, I don't have those like I used to because of the fact that I don't want to break my fellowship with God or with my wife. And it's it's much easier. So that was kind of a long thing about that. And I didn't really mean to get into that um, that detail. But... My main focus today was just to try and help non-believers to see that um, you can have a wonderful relationship with God. He's not, he, he doesn't set a lot of rules out for you. He wants you to come just as you are. Now, I read um, a quote from somebody today that said, God loves us just as we are, but he loves us too much to let us stay that way. And that's what, why Jesus said to the people that he was ministering to go and sin no more. Peter Marshall, who was the chaplain of the U.S. Senate, he wrote a little poem and it said, We have the nicest garbage man. He empties out our garbage can. He's just as nice as he can be. He always stops and talks to me. My mother doesn't like his smell. But mother doesn't know him well. See, the people that don't smell so good, we have a tendency to want to turn them away. But once we get to know them, like God knows them, we want them to come into the family. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi, GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. 
For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save $5. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at lifespringpodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. And I thank GoDaddy for being a, a supporter of the LifeSpring Podcast. So go check them out. Uh, don't forget the brand new forum, too, over at the LifeSpring Podcast uh, page, um, LifeSpringPodcast.com. Oh, man, I'm so tired. I'm really sorry about that, folks. Anyway, go on over there and uh, start a conversation in the forum. There's uh, lots of people that are over there now, uh, more every week. And uh, people are having some good discussions over there, so I encourage you to do, to do that. Write me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or call me on the comment line at 206-350-CALL. Music today was Nine Ball and Acoustic Rush. Check out all the music links at lifespringpodcast.com. I also have some links to more information um, that we had already talked about today with the, uh, the MS, the mi- uh, Microsoft. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to go to bed. The Multiple Sclerosis <laughs> Fundraiser. Oh, and some other things as well. I'm really sorry about this. Is This is the most tired I think I've been doing a podcast. And uh, I just have to ask you to forgive me. Remember, Jesus said, Whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. You see, it does not matter where you're at, and it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? That's it. LifeSpring is about answering that question, and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. I'm a very tired Steve Webb, and I'm your host, and I will see you, well, let's see, I'll be doing an In Touch this week, and I'll be doing... uh, Uh, Oh, you know what? I'm just going to close it. (laughs) I'll be doing the the LifeSpring Weekend Music Show as well. I'll see you next time. God bless you. This has been an InTouch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, pod show, and limelight.